Good morning, this is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday the 21st of October 2022. Starting in Europe today. In the United Kingdom, Prime Minister Liz Truss has resigned just 45 days after taking office. As Prime Minister, Truss tried to change the economic strategy of the UK to build growth. However, her plan was unpopular and caused problems for the British economy. Last week, Truss removed her finance minister, Kwasi Kwarteng, and this week, opinion polls show the main opposition party, Labour, 30% ahead of the ruling Conservative Party. Truss will be the shortest ruling Prime Minister in the history of the UK. Yesterday, she said that she told King Charles that she had resigned because she could not fulfil her promises. I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability. Families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent, and our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. And we set out a vision for a low-tax, high-growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognise, though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. The Conservative Party have said that they will choose a new leader next week who will become Prime Minister. Opposition parties have said that there should be a general election. Ukraine is planning organised power cuts to help to stabilise the use of energy. This is because Russia has been targeting Ukraine's electricity supply with missiles and drones during the last few weeks. European Union President Ursula von der Leyen has said that Russia is committing war crimes by targeting civilian infrastructure. The international order is very clear. These are war crimes, targeted attacks on civilian infrastructure with the clear aim to cut off men, women, children of water, electricity and heating with the winter coming. These are acts of pure terror. Ukraine's energy minister Erman Ulashenko said yesterday that people have already started voluntarily reducing their electricity use. The Ukrainian army is probably progressing in a counter-attack in the occupied southern Kherson region. However, journalists are not allowed to report in the area, so it is difficult to verify. Russia has been telling civilians in the region to evacuate to Russia. However, Ukraine has told people that they don't have to leave. Some reports suggest that Russian forces may be forced to retreat from parts of Kherson, which Russia declared to be a part of Russia last month. The Institute for the Study of War 
has said that Russia may be planning to destroy the Kakovka hydroelectric dam and then blame it on Ukraine. Africa. In Chad, at least 50 people died yesterday in pro-democracy protests, according to Prime Minister Saleh Kibzabo. Protesters are demanding a faster transition to civilian rule after the military-led government of President Mahmoud Debi has said that elections won't be held until 2024. Also in Chad, a state of emergency was declared yesterday as flooding affects over a million people. Zimbabwe has become the first country in Africa to approve a drug to prevent HIV. Zimbabwe has already reduced deaths from HIV and AIDS by about 80% in the last 20 years and is aiming to end AIDS by 2030. Asia Indonesia has banned the sale of all syrup medicines during an investigation of the deaths of children. Almost a 100 deaths of children have been linked to medicinal syrups this year, most of which were made in India. Gambia's government is also investigating child deaths related to syrup medicines from India. Malaysia has announced that there will be a general election next month, a year before they were expected. Prime Minister Ismail Yaakov is aiming to improve the position of his party in Malaysia's parliament, which is made up of many coalitions. In Iran, a 17-year-old boy has died in the city of Mashhad after reportedly being shot by Iranian authorities. Human rights groups say that at least 230 people have died in the past month in protests against the government and for women's rights. This week, I've asked listeners from China or Taiwan to comment on Chinese President Xi Jinping's suggestion that force could be used to reunite Taiwan and China We didn't receive any responses from China, possibly because this podcast is banned in China, but Chris from Taiwan responded, saying that people his age don't consider themselves Chinese and don't like to be called Chinese. Chris feels that Taiwan is an independent country. America's... In Brazil, the Human Rights and Corruption Agency, Global Witness, has said that YouTube and Facebook are allowing disinformation about elections to spread. Global Witness deliberately produced adverts which contained fake news, told people not to vote, or even gave a false date for the election, The agency said that all of these adverts were approved by YouTube and half were approved by Facebook. Global Witness removed the adverts so that they were not seen. Brazil will have the second round of its presidential election next Sunday. And in the United States, people have been told that if they see a lanternfly, they should kill it. The spotted lanternfly is native to China, 
and was first recorded in the US in 2014. However, this year, on the east coast of the US, the lanternfly has been eating many crops, especially vines used for making wine. Scientists have said that the lanternflies don't have any natural predators, and so it is important that when you see one, you should squash it. A big thank you to Ina in Taiwan, Frank in Germany, and Evelyn, also in Germany, for becoming our newest supporters. If you enjoy the podcast, please help to support us at send7.org support. Supporters can also read the transcripts of every episode. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend, and I will see you on Monday.